Welcome back to our study of John's Gospel. I'm Ian, and this is the Sailor Time to Pause podcast from Plexus Salvation Army, an online church in the UK. The story of Jesus that we're looking at today speaks of salvation, and it looks both backwards to an event in Israel's past, whilst also pointing forward to an event in Jesus' future. Let's hear to us, sorry, let's hear that story read to us again by Sarah Grace. John chapter 3. Jesus answered, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. How can this be? Nicodemus asked. You are Israel's teacher, said Jesus. And do you not understand these things? Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and we testify to what we have seen. But still you people do not accept our testimony. I have spoken to you of earthly things and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness... So the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. As a fan of brass bands, I often enjoy watching the trooping of the colour. The drummers call a command for officers to take post, a signal that the next phase of the parade is about to start. And command of the escort is now passing from the captain to the subaltern because in days gone by it was the subaltern's responsibility to oversee the trooping. Subaltern Captain Richard Crook, who commanded the Guards Parachute Platoon deployed to Afghanistan in 2010. So the escort now take up their dressing in close order before marching forward. I used to enjoy it as a child watching the late Queen ride side saddle, something that seemed so exotic and unusual. Escort! For the colour! By the left! Crack! March! It's an unusual, strange ceremony that, to my untrained eye, just looked like lots of guards in their red uniforms marching randomly round to some music, but still I enjoyed the spectacle. However, as the years went on and I listened to the BBC commentary, I came to understand that this was not random marching, but a carefully choreographed ceremony in which each element had a part to play in the greater purpose of the whole event. I wonder if you know what the purpose of that ceremony is. 
It's there to increase the battle efficiency of the regiment, or at least that was its original purpose. It was to make sure that every soldier in the regiment had a good luck at the regimental colour, so that they would recognise it at all times and in all possible situations. They would recognise it when it flew and when it drooped, when it was stationary, when it moved slowly and when it moved at full tilt. This meant that when the time of battle came, they would instantly recognise their own regiment's position, that they had something to follow, that when they were afraid, there was something to which they could look and from which they could gain strength and courage. When the regiment was marching into battle, this standard would be a rallying point and it would remain on the field and held high until the battle was done. The idea of a battle standard is not one that was invented by the British Army. It comes from the Roman Army, and so it would have been an idea with which Jesus, who, remember, lived in Roman-occupied Judea, would have been familiar. In the Roman Army, each legion had a standard pole, their equivalent of the regimental colour that would be trooped. Each legion had a standard pole, atop which sat an eagle, and beneath the eagle a series of discs inscribed with the detail of the battles that they'd won. Their standard was a functional object. It would not simply sit in a corner adorning the mess and looking decorative. It was designed to be seen, and it was the duty of the whole regiment to ensure that it remained visible and unobscured. Should the standard ever fall, this would signify the end of the battle in utter defeat. Therefore, if the standard bearer died, the closest man would pick up the standard and keep it flying. And as each new legion marched into Jerusalem to take the place of the last, and as each new governor arrived to great fanfare, Jesus would have seen these standard poles marching at the head of each column. I think this idea of a standard pole is helpful for us when trying to understand what Jesus is saying about the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. He's talking, at least in part, about visibility, and he ties this back to the story of Moses and the bronze snake in the wilderness. We looked at this story in detail last Thursday, where the Israelites were being bitten by poisonous snakes and their only hope of recovery was by a miraculous working of God. And so God decreed that the people could be saved by glancing upon a bronze snake when they were bitten. And so in order that the bronze snake might have the greatest possible effect, the snake was placed upon a pole and was lifted high in the middle of the camp. This was the best means of making sure that all those who needed miraculous salvation were able to find it. It was lifted up, set in the sight of all the people and placed in a position where it was at its most effective. And Jesus tells us that it will be just the same for him, being lifted up so that he could be looked upon and seen. With the benefit of hindsight, we can see that he was referring to his crucifixion. And we can now also understand what Isaiah meant when he said, In that day, the heir of David's throne will be a banner of salvation to all the world. In prophetic form, this is the same truth as Jesus was sharing here. The cross of the risen Christ is a banner of salvation to the world. Crucifixion was a curse and a shame, but it set Christ in the world's eye. No other kind of death could lift him up and compel the dying world to look in quite the same way. By being lifted up as a banner of salvation, as the bronze snake was in the wilderness, all humanity are now enabled to turn to look upon the world's saviour. And in looking, they can find something to follow, a source of strength and courage. By looking to Jesus, 
they can find their salvation. So oh. 